1: From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. We did it. We made it to another weekend and in peak summer, no less. Today on the show, we're going to talk about what to watch and what to eat. We have with us Shilpa Uskokovic. She's a food editor at Bon Appetit. Shilpa, welcome back.
2: Greta, it's so great to be back. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming. We also have Shirley Lee, who covers the entertainment industry for The Atlantic. Shirley, hello. Hi, Greta. So, Shirley, we're going to skip all the big... Strike news, which is significant (laughs) and just jump right to some of your favorite TV shows that you think like especially have summer vibes. But before we even get there, Shirley, are you a summer person or are you like me sort of counting down the days to sweater weather?
3: I'm so sorry to say that I'm not
1: like, you.
3: <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> I live on the West coast and it's kind of like, if I don't take advantage of mm. summer out here, then what am I doing out here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I am kind of a summer person. I didn't used to be. And then once I moved to LA, I started doing out. Doorsy
1: activities? The L.A. Kool-Aid. I've heard of that happening. Oh, yeah. What happened to me? <laughs> That's really funny. Shilpa, what about you? How do you feel about like summer heat? Is it is it your favorite?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. <laughs> I detest summer with all my heart. Really? <laughs> okay, yes. but here's the thing. I love, it's conflicting because I love summer produce. I love all the like fruit yes. and vegetables, but mm. I
1: hate mm the
2: weather I, I can't I, I'm counting down until it's the end of September I really
1: am it's just I just really love like a sunny 57 degree day Thank you, you know yes
2: <laughs> uh, have we figured out if that if there's a place like that that exists like I want it to be
1: I don't 65 know. year round I don't know where that is but let's look yeah. into it <laughs> <laughs> okay so surely we're gonna start with you what is one of your favorite tv shows these days Ooh. Okay. So the third season has
3: not come out just yet, but there is a little show called How To with John Wilson that I really like on HBO. I don't know if it's the most summary show, but it is an outdoors show hmm. mostly mm-hmm. in that it's from a documentarian named John Wilson. Although I really wouldn't call him a documentarian. He's just kind of this guy who points a camera um at everything as he strolls around New York and then delivers commentary about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's a little bit hard to explain, but essentially he starts every episode being like, hmm, how do I, say, make risotto? (laughs) Or, what's up with all the scaffolding around New York?
0: Hey, New York.
1: It's been a long day. You were late for work. The gym was too crowded. Your identity got stolen. And... There weren't any seats on the subway.
3: And then he just goes on this journey and he has a really great eye for the weirdest New Yorker moments. Mm. You know, I think it helps that he's a New Yorker. I think it also helps that he's a bit of an introvert. And so his camera is his armor. Um, If you're a fan of, you know, Nathan Fielder at all, Mm. he's one of the producers on the show. And so the vibe is a little bit strange. Um, it's awkward. And, and the humor's... Yeah, and the humor's a little awkward and a little maybe just, like, just just offbeat. But um, but I just enjoy the show so much. It's this odd... It's almost a travel show. But mm. you, you go on just, like, John's little adventures, and he meets the wackiest characters. And I can't get enough of the show, and I'm very excited for the third season. And really, if you're, you know, before it comes back at the end of July... You could catch up on the first two seasons very easily.
1: Mm. It's a great recommendation. I saw, I think, only the first episode of the first season. And I was like, I had so many questions for <laughs> him. You know what because it's like, how are you categorizing all of these, this footage that you're collecting? How, like, it, it, it's just... God, I know. It seems like such a fascinating, creative endeavor. And I love that he's been mm-hmm. able to make it at all because it is, it's very weird. But also... I think, you know, to your point about like how to make risotto, it's also, at least with the first episode, it seems to be answering many more questions than just yeah. that in any given episode, right?
3: Often, often existential questions. Yeah. It does kind of come back to, like he's very aware of the fact that he's a weirdo who walks around carrying a camera yeah. because that makes him feel safe. Um But I also do think like he's, I, I think he's talked a little bit about how he used to work for a private investigator and he'd have to comb through like hours and hours and hours of footage. Oh so I do think that's just a skill that he's carried over into this show <laughs> where he He just gets all this footage, and I think he really likes just sitting there poking around at what he's filmed, looking for like the oddest setups. (laughs) And you get a lot of that
1: in New York. Oh my gosh, Shilpa, have you seen this one?
2: (laughs) I haven't, and now I'm like really intrigued. Um, (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like it sounds really oddball. (laughs) And um, I love I love the premise. I need to watch this.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I should spend more time with it too. Okay, so Shilpa. If we had really thought about this, we would have asked you each to like come up with T V shows and recipes that complement each other. Ooh. Of the recipes oh. that you've brought, Showplay, do you have any that seems especially quirky or should we abandon that premise?
2: <laughs> well, I have one. Maybe, maybe this will fit in that it's unexpected. Um and okay. it's a fun way of putting things together. So maybe it will mash and we can give it a shot and Perfect. if it pairs up, we can pair it up. <laughs> yeah. But the recipe um that might work well for this is a grilled corn tiger salad. It's a recipe from Mm. our August issue. Actually, Mm. all the recipes I'm going to talk about are from our latest, from Bon Appetit's um, August issue, which is out now. Um, And this one is from Shuai Wang, who, along with his partner, Corey, owns a couple of restaurants in Charleston in South Carolina. Uh, One of them is Jackrabbit Philly, and then there's a uh, soon-to-open barbecue restaurant called King Barbecue. And their food is, you know, it's based on who they are, and it's Chinese-American, combined with a little bit of Southern uh, traditions as well. The whole menu just blew me away. Like, every recipe was so Highly cookable, as one would say. But the one that stood out to me was this grilled corn tiger salad, which is very easy, it's super likable, and it's good either on its own or as a side. Um, For those of us who may not know, tiger salad is like a Chinese uh, salad slash side that's predominantly with cilantro, like sliced cucumbers peppers like medium hot peppers and then you toss it all together with soy sauce and chili crisp sometimes
1: ooh, that sounds amazing
2: so shuai took that as the base and then he added like mexican style elotes or esquites and he put oh my god (laughs) it is amazing he put in corn along with cotija cheese um And it was just, it just blew my mind. It was everything that I want. That sounds so good. It is really good. And it's just so simple. It's just deceptively simple.
1: OMG, I want to make that like tomorrow. That sounds delicious. Okay, so Shirley, what is something else that you think people should watch this summer?
3: I'm going to pivot over to the big screen. Um, There is a film coming out in August. uh, That's the directorial debut of Julio Torres. Now, if that name doesn't strike a bell for you, he was a writer on SNL. If you've ever seen the the sketch called Wells for Boys, then you kind of know his voice. Introducing Wells for Sensitive Little Boys from Fisher-Price. Wells for Sensitive Boys to wish upon, confide in, and reflect by. Some boys live unexamined lives, but this one's heart is full of questions. Just hear how much... Or if you've ever seen the HBO show Los is Spookies, you also know his voice. Oh, Um, right. Yeah, so he's... (laughs) I think you're getting a sense of my <laughs> sense of humor, <laughs> but but he has a new film. It's his, it's the first time he's ever directed a film and it's called Problemista. And it is in essence about the journey of a young man, just trying to get a work visa um, in the U S mm. but because uh, Julio is who he is. The film is very surreal and stylistically just specific to him it's another one that's a little bit hard to explain but he's the kind of comedian who for his special made it all about his favorite objects um the special was called my favorite shapes and so he kind of has this strange um way of looking at the world and i'm just saying that to kind of explain that the film is also not as straightforward as you might expect Mm. it also co-stars tilda swinton as the kooky art critic dealer person who sort of maybe hires julio's character and kind of maybe wants to promise him a visa to stay in the united states um but it is just a a, you know if a fantastically surreal and imaginative film that really, you know, draws from magical realism and it just has a singular voice behind it. And I think it's really worth checking out for anybody
1: who wants another quirky recommendation. <laughs> I love it. It does sound quirky and it also sounds super interesting.
3: You know, as much as I recommend the new Mission Impossible Uh and, you know, Barbie and Oppenheimer, those are thrill rides. This is a different
1: kind of thrill. That's really cool. And it comes out August 4th, right? Yes. Awesome. I love that. Okay, Shilpa, we can abandon the pairing idea if it's too much pressure. But what is another (laughs) recipe you would recommend this summer?
2: Actually, maybe we can continue the theme because I have these. (laughs) I have when Shirley mentioned um, Julio and like shapes and his show was about shapes. And then it Mm -hmm. reminds me of these um, kebabs that I picked as one of the recipes Perfect. I wanted to share. And they're like, it's a, I think, I think we, we can roll with this. Um, it's meant to be. Uh, these are called free-form kebabs. Uh, and it's one of uh, my favorite recipes that I worked on recently. Mm. I, I love working with ground meat. I generally like cooking with ground meat rather than like chunks of meat because I feel like it's much more versatile for some reason. Mm. Um, and, you know, when it's summer and it's grilling season, I, I generally like to grill kebabs rather than say chicken legs on the grill because you know mm. there's less variability mm-hmm. and there's less guesswork uh, when you're grilling like a ground meat kebab so these ones are styled after turkish adana style kebabs and then you take ground meat i think i recommend lamb in the in the magazine, but you could use beef if you want. Uh, and then you mix it with like lots and lots of herbs, um, some freshly grated garlic, and some basic pantry spices like cumin, paprika, that kind of stuff. And then one mm-hmm. of my favorite ingredients, which is sumac. Um, and you put heaps of sumac into this ground meat mixture. <laughs> um, and then you work it up which is very different from, you know, if you're doing, doing other grilled meat on the grill. I mean, a ground meat on the grill, like burgers, for instance. You're always wary of, like, mixing it too much. But that's the beauty of these kebabs. Mm. You're meant to mix them really rigorously. Um, and then when you do so, they hold on to the shape so well that you can form them into logs. And this is where the shapes come in. Uh, you can You can form <laughs> them into logs and you don't even need skewers. I mean, how many oh, times amazing. when you're grilling, like you know you're like oh if you use wooden skewers you have to remember to soak them and I almost never do uh and then I can never find the metal skewers so this one is perfect because it doesn't require you to think ahead or have skewers at all you shape it into logs you bung them on the grill you know and they're done in just a few minutes and you can take them off and eat them with like lots of flatbread and you make an onion salad with more of this sumac and it's just it's just it's summer eating at its best.
1: That sounds so good. Shilpa,
2: also, like,
1: you aren't kidding about the sumac. Even just in the ground meat, you call for two tablespoons.
2: Yes. I mean, sumac is such a, if you have, if, you know, for those who haven't tried it before, it's just a really lovely spice. I like to think of it as like dehydrated lemon juice in a way, because it's very, oh, like, amazing. lemony, but... um slightly astringent in the way that black tea can have that astringent quality on your teeth, which perhaps mm. I'm not selling this actually in retrospect, but it's a great spice i <laughs> will <right.
1: laughs> All right, more recommendations from Shirley and Shilpa
0: in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast,
1: More info and early bird registration at WBEZ.org slash events. Okay, Shirley, what is your third viewing recommendation? All
3: right, my third viewing recommendation is bottoms. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was trying to think of how to lead into this, Mm -hmm. but anyway... Uh So I, I feel like this is a summer choice not just because it comes out in the summer, but because it's part of the summer of Io Edebiri. And who's Io Edebiri? If you watch the Bear, you know who I'm talking about. Um she just scored an Emmy nomination oh for God. playing Sydney on yes, that show. She's
1: amazing. She-
3: yeah, she's kind of everywhere this summer. She's in a film called Theater Camp, which I also recommend. Hmm. Um, but the bigger film, at least the the one in which she has a bigger role to play uh, this summer, is called Bottoms. And it is a movie about two queer teenage high schoolers who start a fight club <laughs> at their school so they can sleep with hot cheerleaders. Oh, obviously. <laughs> What's your plan here?
2: Jeff is psychotic.
3: And they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing
2: us on the mouth.
3: Look, it's part of the summer of Iowa Beery, but it's also part of the summer of the raunch comedy starring, you know, female protagonists. Mm. It comes on the heels of No Hard Feelings and Joyride and... It's kind of the return of the teen sex comedy. Um, that's not just a raunchy sex comedy, but also draws from you know films like. Heathers, for Mm. instance, because it gets a little bit dark, Mm -hmm. Uh, but also, but I'm a cheerleader. You know, there's a lot of queer themes at play. I don't want to spoil too much, but I just think it's a really smart film. The (laughs) bottom stars, you know, Io and Rachel Sennett, and they play kind of misguided teenagers who are trying to capitalize on their new reputation as like Tough, you know, <laughs> tough teenagers who were put in juvie, even though they weren't actually in juvie. But, you know, it's one of it's one of those films that capitalize on a rumor, and um, the, all the all the football players are constantly just wearing their football gear around. Everyone is like super melodramatic, and the the Fight Club gets really intense really quickly, oh and then God. sort of maybe accidentally becomes a female empowerment club, and nobody knows what to do about that. It's great. <laughs>
1: That sounds great. Is that one of those movies that you watch and you're like, I don't know what kind of person I would be today if this movie had existed when I was in high school?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it is like one of those movies that I think like I would have been like, this is my entire personality. Right? Have you
1: heard of Bottoms? <laughs> do you know Bottoms? Oh, you didn't see Bottoms? I saw Bottoms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no shade to can't hardly wait, but it didn't do quite that much, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shilpa, is that a movie you would watch? One hundred
2: percent. It totally, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) My third recipe, also from our August issue, is extremely perfect for summer. Um, And it's Mm. a lemony zucchini with sour cream and dill. Um, Oh, it looks so good. (laughs) And I feel like everyone struggles to figure out what to do with zucchini. Um, And Mm. this recipe is from associate food editor Zainab Isa. And it's one of the best ones I've seen in a long time for for zucchini, really. Um, You cut the zucchini into like these chubby rings and then you cook them (laughs) on a very high heat with a good bit of, you know, olive oil in the pan. uh, And you let them go like really dark and blistered. Um, And then they pick up like lots of color. And then you dump them into a bowl, which has like this really simple lemon vinaigrette. It's like lemon juice and, you know, garlic. And then what happens is in the heat, the zucchini just sucks up all of this lemony vinaigrette. And it changes the flavor from the inside out. And then you put like a sour cream uh, garlic dip on the side. And there's lots of dill as well, uh, which feels like a very summery herb for some reason. So when you eat this... You pick it up, and then, first of all, you hear, hear this ring of zucchini, and it's blistered and deep golden brown, which isn't usually what you see in zucchini, I feel like. Um, and then you mm-hmm. bite into it, and it's a little, just a little crunchy in the center. It's oily around the edges, and there's this cool, creamy dip that you can swipe into. You know, it's refreshing and unexpected, and it's a sort of vegetable dish that feels
1: meaty for lack of a better word
2: um oh that sounds
1: so good shilpa i also just love like i feel like i could just listen to you describe food all day (laughs) it's just so lovely it's such an experience (laughs) (laughs) surely is that something you would make Oh, absolutely.
3: Right? My mouth is just watering. Every time you describe a new recipe, Shilpa, I'm like,
1: I, I need to Ow. try this out. The only problem is that you <laughs> haven't brought us these dishes to taste. This Shilpa. is true.
2: We need we need a real life podcast. <laughs> I don't know
1: how that uh, would work. Podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someday.
1: Someday we'll make it happen. So I also asked each of you to branch out and recommend something that is more on the other's beat. So that means, Shirley, we asked you to bring a recipe. <laughs> What is your recommendation for the summer?:
3: Oh gosh, so I'll, I'll start off by saying that I'm not like the most advanced say, cook in the
1: world. You also <laughs> need to describe things as beautifully as Shilpa does. no pressure
3: <laughs> I, my my uh, My cooking vocabulary is is not that <laughs> advanced. I, No. <laughs> so the the recipe that I am bringing to the table is um, is just a very basic succotash. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So, so, you know, it's, um, it's kind of just what I make when I can't figure out what else to do with the vegetables I have left in my fridge. And it's extremely easy. And all you have to do is cook each ingredient and then like mix it all together, essentially like a cooked salad. What I normally do is do like several cups of, you know, corn kernels you know get them uh the corn is very summery Mm -hmm. toss that in with butter salt pepper um onion uh you know the lima beans or whatever else i've got on hand um sometimes i'll also you know in in a separate pan just like make some bacon oh fuck (laughs) yeah toss that in And like, and I, I've made this with friends before, and sometimes we just toss whatever we want in, and it's a little bit random. Um, but like, okra has has Ooh, gone in there. Yeah. Usually, just like all varieties of onion, um, and uh, and it's so easy. And I I'd say the most essential thing to do is just at the end of tossing all of the cooked ingredients together is just to also toss in some cherry tomatoes, <laughs> yeah, or just tomatoes if that's all you got. Lovely. It's I. My cooking method is very much just improvised. What's here? I think that's
1: amazing. I am a pretty rigid, like, recipe follower. So I always respect someone who can just sort of like create magic from whatever's around.
3: Oh man, magic is that. That's a really generous word. It's really just. It's just something. Um, it's just something filling. And sometimes if I have frozen veggies, that's also sure. what happens. Um,
1: yeah, that's but amazing. That's what I've got. Shilpa, have you ever heard of bacon in a succotash? I love it. <laughs> I don't know that I have, but I think
2: it's pretty brilliant. I mean, why not? It makes so much sense. Usually, they you know they do they do put some kind of cured pork. So yeah, it it totally makes sense. See, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, Shirley, I think that's a brilliant pick and. You know feeding yourself is a hard task um, and I don't mm-hmm. think you should feel shy about the fact that, oh, this is not a formal recipe or anything like that. I think just the fact that you have this template of things and you've figured out what ingredients work together and how you can put them together that's remarkable.
3: Oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. It's a form of girl dinner I'm just <laughs> kidding I'm, I'm so I'm so sorry I used that <laughs> Greta. I'm gonna leave. <laughs>
1: okay shilpa before you stomp off sure. <laughs> um we also asked you to bring a television show what do you got okay i almost feel shy
2: to say it because it's not like a recent show it's pretty old mm. but anyway i'm going to come out and say it because it's still one of my favorite shows um I have to say, I'm not a big TV watcher. I'm sorry, Shirley. Um, That's okay. But anyway, this has stuck around with me for a long time. And the show is Sex Education, which mm. I love. You know, Shirley spoke about Bottoms and it being, like, a raunchy teen comedy. And this is exactly that. Um, it's it's fun. It's funny. It takes this thing that all of us deal with and at a really awkward age. And it treats it with humor and sensitivity without being patronizing or exaggerated in any way. Well, okay, maybe there are some parts that are exaggerated, but for the most part uh, for the most part it's just a very sensitive, funny humorous look into human sexuality Um, and It showcases diversity, but in a very quiet and not as performative way. Uh, And it just Mm. feels timeless to me, which is, you know, which is why I've seen it in 2019 or whatever. But it still stays with me. Mm. It just feels timeless and relatable and joyful. And it's the kind of show that I could rewatch at any time.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Shirley,
3: have you seen it? I actually haven't. Me That's one of my blind spots. Even though it's been recommended to me again and again, <laughs> Shilpa, you're the latest. <laughs> uh-huh. I've, I've been meaning to dive in because it's absolutely up my alley. Yeah, same. I think just, I, I think just given you know the the amount of shows there are, there are just some that slip through the cracks
1: for sure. Well, thank you both for coming on. Shirley, I hope you enjoy summer. Shilpa, I can't wait to revel in cooler temperatures with you.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Only a few more months. Exactly. We're so close.
1: (laughs) All right thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed those summer recommendations. You can find a list of all of them with links on our website wbez.org slash And of course we have a weekly newsletter that is very fun. You can sign up for that at wbeez.org slash AF. You see what we did there? Nerdette is produced by me and Anna Baumann at WBEZ Chicago and is part of the NPR network. JP Swenson has been building our newsletters. He got a new job, JP we love you, we'll miss you and our executive producer is Brendan Banazak. We will see you next week.
0: Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Tanwen Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.